Final hour of what has been a wild afternoon here on Overdrive, TSN 1050, TSN app, now up on TSN 2. Brian Hazio, Doug Jeff O'Neill, Frankie Corrado. we got noodles coming up here in a moment. And um, the Leafs have, have been making moves, man. They, it started with the O'Reilly deal, mm-hmm. and those two have fit in very well. Now it's Jake McCabe, Sam Lafferty. They have still not played a game, and they have more tenure then Eric Gustafson, who came in with a first-round pick from Boston, he was in Washington. He got traded for Rasmus Sandin. Sandin is out. Pierre Engvall is out. Gustafson is in. Luke Shen is in. Luke Shen being back, that's going to get you talk about a pop. Like, oh, you were talking about this last hour. It's not the equivalent of Patrick Kane going to Broadway. I think Kane is probably the greatest American player ever. Now he goes to New York, biggest stage, MSG. They're on a hunt. They're going to play a you know, the Devils in the first round. Kane's got potential to really become showtime again, and I think New York will really embrace that, as you would expect. But I think of all the new players, the pop for Shen when he returns to Toronto will be Dude, massive. It's be big do, you time. Know what, massive. Do, you, do you know what the fan PR move is? And it's kind of greasy, but it's just it can just set the tone with the fan base when he's his first game in Toronto. Do you know what it is? Drop I think the gloves. I know. Thank fight. you very much. Absolutely. It's a hit and yeah. a fight. A big it's a hit, hit and a fight. And people did will go nuts game. and it'll just be it'll set the tone and be a complete vibe. And one game you'll move into legendary status and it's 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 the play. I agree and with you. It's sorry for all you people that don't like that. Like I like that. And it's just It's a hit and a fight, and he can fight, man. He's he's been able to fight since he walked into the league and he's leading the league in hits, I believe. This year, so um, I think Luke Shen comes in and finds a role in place, like I do. I think he, play, I think Justin Hall probably needs to be a little bit nervous. Yeah, right now turns into a depth guy. The other thing, like we keep talking about the big boys having to get going and chug and be the leaders, which is for sure true. But how fired up you think those core four, five, whatever you want to call it, those guys are that they know lower in the lineup. They got guys that they're just going to play the same way, shift over shift. No matter how high the temperature gets in a game, no matter what happens, it's like those guys, they don't have to worry that there's guys lower in the lineup that are just going to like turn into a shell Frank and DeChambeau, go hide. what about when guys like Konechny were running around and everyone else was just standing around picking their nose? Like that's, right. that, that, that nonsense is not happening anymore. Can't, no, can't they're, happen. They're a much tougher team than they were two weeks ago. Um, all right, Noodles, we, we missed him yesterday. He's calling another game tonight. Ottawa looked good last night, and Ottawa's got Detroit again tonight. But with all this stuff going on, we, so we got to call him. we got to see if he can give us 10 minutes. Noodles, you've been calling for this, I would say, basically since camp, looking at the Leafs roster, obviously conceding they're a very good team. But you've been saying depth, depth, depth. They need to make moves. They need to be active. Dubas has done that. What do you make of these moves today? I think the moves are fantastic, and I, my biggest concern is the trainers right now trying to put two helmets, two helmets together that could fit Luke Shen's head because he's such a big boy. <laughs> Honestly, though, and I'm joking, I love the moves, and and the reason being is because you're right. I think it's not just me. There's been a lot of people pounding the drum as to okay, you get past the four or five pack up top. You know, it really drops off a cliff. Well, that's not the case anymore. And, you know, on the back end, you know, add another D. Well, it's add another two, but it's two with a purpose. 
it's not just two jersey fillers. It's mm-hmm. guys who bring different types of roles to your team that were, you know, I heard O talking about where, you know, they respond for teammates. They play the same way night in and night out. So, you know, uh, I've been hard on Pierre Engvall. And, you know, to me, he's a guy that is 6'5", never played that role. They have guys that are going to play that role. They may be shorter than him, but they're going to play a lot more physical. And I know they expect the goals. I don't know if Jonas has a black armband right now or not. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, Jonas you know, has got a black armband. Noodles. The cronies yeah. are not in good shape right now. Here's the thing, though. Like, this, is, this team looks like a lot of other teams. It looks like the Bostons. It looks like the Tampas. And I know it just seemed for the longest time that Kyle, and, and, and this is, I'm trying to build him up here. He wasn't de- being defiant as to like how you build a team, but it's it's now this is there's no weakness. I, I'd be shocked. I, I wrote you guys in the text like Corpusallo. If that would be the cherry on top for me, because now that shores up depth in the in the goaltending position. If Matt Murray's not available to you, but the moves six bodies in. What is it? Three out. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to process, but the moves all have a purpose. And that's dealing with the depth and the things that we all circled and said, boy, I'd like to see a little bit here, a little bit there. Well, now you've got that little bit. And, and now it's just, hey, like, Kyle's done what he can. Now it's up to the players. You know, it, let's see how, what you got against Tampa. Let's see what you got against some of these guys. Yeah, that's right. I think the, the goaltending position is still the only one that, that may hang on him, right? Like if they get yeah. there and it's Samsonov or Murray and those two guys – you know, whoever it happens to be does not play well enough. Dubas is going to have to explain that. But taking those that position out of it, which is difficult to do because it is the most important position in the sport, but you look at the four lines they're going to put forward, the three pairings they're going to put forward, I mean, it's, it's a really good team. Like, this yeah. is a, a different-feeling, tough, skilled, veteran team. And right. it's on them. Like you said, it's on the players. But that's what we've all been like. I, you know, you're, you were top heavy because you had to pay the four players the forty-four million or whatever it is, and now it was bit piece here, and it was Jerry Malgin there, and mm-hmm. it's, you know that's not the case. You're adding in players that actually have, um, you know, a role and can be defined. That's kind of what I come back to is okay. Now they can say to Alex Kerfoot, yeah, it'd be nice if you came up a little higher in the lineup, but boy, if you want to play left wing on the fourth line. And, and be a threat, or if you want to be physical, or, you know, like you can define a role for every player now and go, go out and maximize that role. And, and there is depth there. There are guys that are still in the organization that can come up and down. Like I, I don't see, they, they've basically shored up the depth up front and shored up the depth on the back end. Now it's about who's going to play with who, develop some chemistry and consistency down the stretch. Um, but they've got options now. And yes, the goaltending position. You know, if uh, there's nothing we can do, if Vasilevsky just decides, hey, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm going to stop 50 a night. But, you know, any goalie can do that on any given night. So you've got to give yourself the best chance. So far, Kyle's been doing that here in the last, what, 10 days. Noodles, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, there's, I think Brian, who's been running Trade Center Radio today, he's done a very <laughs> good job, mentioned that Corpusalo is out for trade-related reasons. Do you ever think they would sniff around that or no? I don't. I saw the hashtag sniff. We'll have to go over that tomorrow when I'm back on the show. But yes, you should. You should because we've talked about it. If Matt Murray and believe me, I'm in Ottawa here, so there's 
there's, you know, Matt Murray stories around here. If he's not available to you, obviously they know behind the curtain what you know, his ailment is, what you know, his pain threshold is, all of that type of stuff. I still come back to that position in needing depth because if Samsonov tweaks his groin and you're not sure what you got out of Murray, boy, it gets thin very quickly. And how many times did we say that about, well, the D or maybe the drop-off after those top four or five players? So if Kyle's addressing every situation – I don't think he's done yet. I really don't. But if he decides to go on, then, hey, it's a coin flip. Because if you believe in Samsonov, then you know, whoever you bring in, even if it's Corpusalo, on paper, Vasilevsky's better. But that doesn't mean you win. It just means that in that particular position, if he plays to his potential, that guy might be better than the other one. But if you've got an opportunity for a guy like Corpusalo and you could make it fit, I would, personally. Noodles, it's hard to believe that Kyle Dubas is going to be done. And the other thing you kind of have to look at is all his big prospect blue chip kind of guys, whether it's Nyes, whether it's the Finnish D-man, Nimala there, like, you know, there's still some more pieces here that he hasn't moved. So you talk about Corpusalo and maybe adding goaltending depth, but is there not a situation that lives where you can kind of go after someone who's on a bottom feeder team, who's a goaltender, maybe out in California, who you think that guy's a real difference maker? Yeah, I mean, if it's Jonathan Quick, who's, you know, really struggled, or, you know, John Gibson, that type of stuff. Again, it's making the money work. And and to me, I just would love to have somebody who's had pedigree, who's been there before. You know, we raved about Nola Chari. And, it, and with all due respect, Achari is a guy who knows exactly his role. He's tough to play against. And and why do we rave about it? Because he, he serves a purpose in, in a role that they desperately needed and that was toughness and depth. Well, same type of scenario. I think you, you, if you can grab somebody who serves a purpose for depth and experience in that position, now you know you've got that box checked off as well. If you have Samson off, if you have Murray, and he's available to you, it, you just got another piece there for depth. And, you know, there's no secret. Kyle's all in. So if you're all in, like, you, you've got to address every position. I'd be shocked, but again, Kyle's shocked everyone here if he didn't at least look at that position. Maybe it's a Cam Talbot here in, in Ottawa, you know, who's on an expiring deal, who's played in the playoffs, who's won a playoff round, who's a, you know, in good shape. I know he's been nick, nicked up a few times, but he played really well last night, and he's, he's back playing. So, What if you know, he called that, up Van, Jamie? Do you think they would ever let Demko go? No, not right now. I don't think it depends on what they're doing, and that's a mm. like that's a blockbuster trade, though. Oh, like that's yeah, like, I know. Well, you just you saw know. the difference. He came back in the net last night, and they they win a game. It's like, yeah, I see. I think they're comfortable with their goaltending based on the structure they play with and and what they have in front of them. Like if Samsonov's had a good season, and we deserve he deserves a lot of credit yep. for the way he's played. He's a good goalie. It's just you know we we all forget. We're like, oh, the kid Eric Shalgren. Samsonov's younger than Shalgren. Right. That's the crazy part. And he's played so well. He's played really he's well. He's played well. But I would just like to see one more guy with a little bit more experience under his belt. If you're giving that to every other position, why not do it for the goalies? Well, from a big picture standpoint, I wish in a way you could get into a time capsule and look ahead to see if all of this was worth it in the end because they still could lose in the first round. Sure. And then, you know... 
heads are going to roll and people are going to freak out. You can't operate that way. You have to be willing to put your best foot forward, and that is what Dubas has done here. But he is buying up pieces and moving pieces around, picks and players, unlike any other GM I can recall in a long time. Like We keep referencing what Colorado did a year ago, what Tampa's done over the last few years. They didn't turn over basically half their roster and trade picks for years. With 20 games left. With 20 games to go. I mean, I'm curious what this means behind the scenes in terms of the big picture and the future. What they know that maybe we don't know. Um, What kind of directive has been handed down? Is it Shanahan? Is it ownership? I don't know. I I don't know because this is, like, I agree with these moves, and I'm excited for these moves, and I, I think Dubas has done very good work here. But this is different, man. This is not just hey, we we made a big. De- if they made, if they made the O'Reilly deal, that's a big deal. That's a deal. Right. You paid a price. You brought in two guys. Okay, let's see what you got. You've got O'Reilly, Achari, McCabe, Lafferty, Gustafson, Shen coming in here, and people are bracing for possibly more between now well, and Friday. But it comes back to Brian. What we've been talking about, like do the whiteboards, do the matchups beside each other on the whiteboard. Yes, you're really comfortable. You know, in 10 days ago, two weeks ago, you were really comfortable in that top six and, and maybe top nine. But then it, it was a drop-off. And then on the D, you're like, nah, you can, you know, you you think maybe Sandine, maybe this guy, maybe Timmons. Like, to me, there was too many question marks. And when you're looking at the meat of the other teams that you're going to be potentially facing, like, there's, there's not those massive drop-offs. There's drop-offs in talent just where guys are slotted just because – you know, it's a different. Brandon Carlo's not McAvoy. That's just the truth. But I think that's what Kyle's looking at is, hey, we need it. We need to look more traditional. And this is kind of where I come back to it. This looks like more of a traditional playoff team that's built, not kind of your top heavy. And hey, we're going to plug in. The, I come back to it. And I'm being trying to. I'm joking, but like the Jerry Malgans and guys like that. Like mm-hmm. you're not plugging those in. The guys you're plugging in have a purpose. And that's what Kyle's done with here. So I, I look at, when I do the whiteboard side by side, I look at the matchups, and the matchups look pretty even now. Whereas before, you could go, boy, you know, you can match up top six, no problem, but boy, it thins out after there. Or on mm-hmm. the D, you know, second parent. And this other scenario here, too, it gives you flexibility to move a guy like Geo down to a third pairing if you want. Right. Because we all love Geo. But we all want thirty-year-old Geo, not thirty-nine-year-old. Respectfully, I you know? kind of I think there's something to that. I like just trying to mock up where this could go. I think Luke Shen's going to find a find a place to play here. I, I think Shen will find a place to play. I yep. could see them looking at it, thinking we want McCabe on one pairing, Shen on one pairing, Giordano on a pairing. Like we right. want one of each of those grizzled veterans who hit and play big and play tough. We want them all represented on three different pairings. And it makes sense because we, what we were talking about yesterday, Noodles, was saying that with the McCabe acquisition, it's like you got to go top four very heavy minutes, right? like 20 minutes right. a night. Then you're going to hide a guy like Sandine for 10 minutes. Maybe you'll give Lilligren 15 minutes. But now you almost don't have to do that, Brian. It's more like yeah. you have that depth deeper in the lineup. But, but that's my point, Frankie, exactly what you just said. Why, when you have expectations and have a deep team, why do you have to hide players? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where, and, and now you're not going to be hiding. Yes, there'll be guys that have off nights, and that's up to, to Sheldon to mix and match and all of that. But, like, 
you shouldn't have to hide a third pairing defenseman just because, boy, you know, we think he'll be good, but not sure. And if he gets trapped out there, I would much rather have, I come back to it, a grizzled vet that he knows what to do. He may still lose a battle, but it's not because he doesn't know or doesn't know how to handle that situation. That's the difference, and that's where I, I don't think you can hi- you have to hide guys in the lineup now. It's more about who's going, who gets to play. That's up to the coach, and he sorts that out. Yeah, it's uh, it's been active today, man. Noodles is with us. Uh, he's calling the Ottawa-Detroit game tonight. If there's one player you could, you could talk to, you could pull one guy aside and you could have a candid conversation with, who would you, who would you find you know, most intriguing? To, to to hear from and to get their perspective on these type of deals. So one guy? Well, it'd be two guys for me, but I'll, I'll start with Morgan Riley because that defensive core looks a lot different. So we, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're just going to be Riley and Brody now. You might just have a scenario where, you know, Morgan Riley's technically the gray beard as far as the tenure with the team, but he's got now Shanna Grizzled Bat, who's won a cup. You know, he's got McCabe, who's not, he's really hard to play against. I know McCabe hasn't had success being in the organizations he's been, but he's a hard player to play against. I would love to get Morgan Riley's take on where, you know, how he feels about now that defensive core being kind of a, a six, seven, eight pack, a lot deeper and a lot tougher to play against. Um, you know, that, that would be one. And secondly, uh, O brought up a great point coming in where Travis Connecty wants to punch somebody in the nose. Like things will look a lot different. So I'd like to maybe see what 34 or 16 thinks about that type of scenario too. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like 34, he's got a big life changing decision to make in about five months, regardless right. of what happens between now and then. But the team is giving him every opportunity. Yeah. Like it's yeah. his reputation that's on the line here. He's one of the best players in the world. You know, we, we said it about McKinnon forever. We continue to say it about McDavid. He wants something to happen, and, and the Oilers are, are supplying him with that comb yeah. today, and I think more will likely happen. We've talked about it with Ovi forever, Thornton. Like, Matthews is in that category, but he's got to pull his weight now, right? Well, he does. He's got to pull his one, weight. And the one thing that is interesting for me, and I know we're going to be <laughs> so frustrated on Friday, just it's going to be recapped Friday, but, you know, these teams – are identifying the windows of the players. And this is more speaking to, you know, Toronto, the window is right now. Uh, You know, John Tavares isn't getting younger, all of that type of stuff. The contracts of Willie and Austin. Same situation in Edmonton. You know, McDavid is just put up 50. He's looking for answers there. They can't get, you know, they can't get a save at certain points. They can't get... um, you know, good defense or quality defensive play. So they're, they're trying to address it. And to me, it's shockwaves through the league. The Rangers are all in. There are certain teams tamped with the gritty move there that uh, Janelle, who I really like as a player. Like, so the teams that think that they either have to cater to the players or they realize that this is the window they have, they're all in. And they're, and they're making moves. And to me, the bottom feeders are going, okay, hey, you know, serve them up. Let's get draft picks. Let's mm-hmm. get everything. So, you're right, like 34, his legacy here, but he's got life-changing decisions, but at least his manager is giving him an opportunity uh, to, to match up head-to-head against Tampa. That's right. Absolutely. All right, Noodles, have a good call tonight. We'll catch you tomorrow at yeah. 4 p.m. We'll chat then. There it is. Jamie Noodles McLennan. Wow.
This has been seamless today. I think a lot Dude. of there's award season in Canadian broadcasting. I would suggest maybe this show is worthy of. No, some we attention. don't do that because nobody nominates us. We're not we're not regarded as a TV. Someone show. could nominate. That's valid. Someone uh, could nominate. No, nobody would nominate us. <laughs> no? Everyone else, everyone else that has a radio show that's on TV gets nominated. For some reason, we don't. No, it's a, we don't. It's a gong wow. show. And we don't. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's okay. That's all no, right. It's, it's un- weird how everybody likes watching us, but we don't get nominated for squat. <laughs> well. You know what? Yeah. This it's is like w- Tiger Woods at the Masters. He just wins by twenty, but he doesn't get well, the trophy. Guess mm-hmm. what? I'll nominate you for the best vibe. The best vibe. Here's, That's what this show has. There's, there's been a lot of vibe today. <laughs> oh, don't do this that. all started with us talking about you know Dubas was sniffing around and GMs were sniffing around and the Overdrive Twitter account tweeted out hashtag sniffing. That was at the beginning of the show. Is the, sniffing trending? Sniffing is trending, but it is being upgraded. The doctor is tweeting in, and he said, at this point, it's snorting. (laughs) It's snorting. This is snorting by Kyle Dubas, man. He doesn't just have the sniffles, dude. This guy's got a habit, (laughs) and his habit is making trades because a lot is happening here in Leafland. But he's not alone. Matias Atcombe is on his way to Edmonton. That's a big acquisition. So we... Assume he could play tomorrow night. No guarantees, but he might play tomorrow night. Luke Shen may play tomorrow night. We know McCabe and Lafferty will make their debuts. Will Gustafson get to Edmonton in time to play tomorrow night? I guess it's possible as well. Like the Leafs could legitimately have four new players in the lineup tomorrow night. I Crazy doubt it. Snorting. But they are snorting out west, man. And they're rolling through Western Canada. Edmonton tomorrow, Calgary on Thursday, Vancouver on Saturday. There's a lot going on. They're going right to have. Now. So they just went to Springsteen and they made trades. How many guys are going to be in that room that missed the concert last night? Well, Gustafson, Shen, they missed the concert last night. And was Angvall there? Was Sandine there? <laughs> they got a, they got a Springsteen swap happening. You get through Oilers Flames, and I don't really care what time that game is in Vancouver, but you're. That plane is landing at the Roxy, and you exit and go right into the Roxy, and you don't come out until the game starts. Well, Jeff, I happen to, I I know you know this as well. A lot of times that Vancouver game requires a stayover after the game because of the travel heading out east. Right. So that could be a big, big green light. Well, they go to Jersey after on Tuesday, which is a strange. Sometimes you got to check in somewhere out east on the way home. It totally blows. You know what, though? That's New York, man. That may be the veteran move. That's that's a 7 p.m. Eastern time. Can you get to New York? Probably no, not from Vancouver. The, the time change kills you. Yeah, you, you get three hours ahead. That's why they'll stay and fly out at like 9 a.m. the next Are day. Are you talking get to Jersey for an after-hours scene? I'm saying get to New York. Can't, can't Forget Jersey, can't man. Can't be done. Oh, it can be done. <laughs> It can be done. Well, if you if sniff it could be around done, enough, I would, it can be done. It can be done. I would fire up a Concorde to make that happen. <laughs> I agree with you. You find a way to get a bird to New York to bring all the boys together. That's yeah, a game changer. Not exactly Newark. No, you, Jersey is not an option. No. But, uh, yeah, the Leafs are, are in Edmonton tomorrow. McDavid hit 50 last night, but Boston won again. Boston won again. And look, who, look at their game sheet. Look who scored last night for them. Depth pieces. Orlov had a couple of assists. Hathaway had an assist. Hathaway had Nick assists. Nick scored. They had Swayman in net. Yeah. They're in Calgary tonight. Now they go with Linus Olmark tonight. I, I think they'll beat Calgary tonight. 
Like, how can you possibly bet What's against Calgary Boston? Gonna Calgary going to do? What are they, needs... they going to do, man? I think the general manager, and I got a lot of respect for him for doing this, you guys go out and figure it out. You haven't showed me that you deserved an acquisition, mm-hmm, but what right. you do deserve to your you, you deserve it to your teammates is to play better. So let's see what you got. They yeah. need goaltending, man. Like Vladar's going tonight. He, Sutter can't figure out which guy to play because they're both not any good. That's a big concern. Like Marstrom well, I would play Vladar. Vladar, Vladar tonight, and then it's like Jacob Markstrom. You're going in the net the rest of the way, and except for back to backs, and it's on you. We gave you six times six. Now please do something for us because we're, there's nothing else well, we can do. Think about all the legwork Trey Living had to do this summer to try and make that team competitive and keep no them in kidding. the mix. No right? kidding. Like he pulled guy, a rabbit out of his rear end. Exactly. And this is what they. This is what they pay him back for. Yeah, you can't fault that joke. guy, man. He made the best of that situation and kept that team relevant when it could have gone downhill very quickly. Yep. Yeah. That's the truth, man. But right and now, other people. They're not in the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not I'm not losing my mind. They're not in the playoffs. Don't do it. We're pretty close to a nomination today, I'm, I'm thinking. No, we don't get one, Frank. That doesn't nobody happen, considers Frankie. us a TV show. Yeah, Why? I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. We're on TV for three hours a day. <laughs> 15 hours a week. Yeah, but no one regards us as a TV show. No, it doesn't matter. We make our own magic, and everyone seems to be happy. So we just continue to roll. We're See feeling See if we good. can win a podcast award or something. I think that's possible. I do think that's possible. What about possible. this thing? We have this... this- Podium we have the podium. Yeah, the podium. Nominate here. something overdrive related and put give it on the podium. Give us a Wayne's World podcast award or something. Somebody make <laughs> up an award for us. Yes. And give us all trophies. We need that to happen. Absolutely. Someone create something for us that yeah. we can bring the. We'll bring our own podium. Yeah, we have a podium here. Right? We'll bring our yeah. own podium. That's no we problem. We got the best radio host of North America, and it's like he's invisible. Wow. He's not even there. Zero nominations every year? Okay, now it's getting ridiculous. I don't want to personally be nominated for anything. Everyone here, we don't need a nomination. It's like, who cares about it? They're like, we don't, Everyone man. else, you're like, hey, this is like, we're we plugging along. We Remember, do our we'll thing. just keep doing our thing. That's we what keep we'll doing do. our Remember thing. That's all Twitter, that matters. Twitter, like, wouldn't verify Speed some and people. shipping in. Right? And it's like, now I don't even want the verification. That's right. I'm above that. You guys are above nominations uh, We're here. not worried about it. We're just yeah, plugging along. We're plugging along. All we care about is vibes. Yes. And snorting. All right, more deals are likely going to happen between now and 7 o'clock. I don't see why they would stop now, right? The Leafs have made multiple trades today. The Oilers are making deals. Showtime's on his way to New York. There's a ton going on. Confirming the nice still to come. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on TSN 2. I can neither confirm or deny that, uh, that this is, in fact, a signal. Austin trades Andrew Raycroft to Toronto in exchange for the rights. It's been my honor and a privilege to serve as the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs Hockey Club. It's time for Confirm or Deny. Do you regret uh, giving all those gentlemen the no trades or no movement clauses? I I, I can neither confirm or deny that. I can't confirm or deny. All right, Confirm or Deny, brought to you by Don Valley North Lexus. Now through February 28th, current Lexus lease and finance guests receive a 2% loyalty rate reduction on select vehicles, conditions apply. Details at DonValleyNorthLexus.com. All right, this is going to be a lot of hockey here. Usually we mix in some different things. I saw my guy, Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the Packers, effectively say he wants Rodgers out and love in. He like, loves love. Yes, yeah, so I'm picking up on serious nostalgia here from the far of Rodgers transition, but we don't have time for that. LeBron's out for weeks. I think the Lakers are probably done. We don't have time for that. Carson Wentz, released. We don't have time for that. Moving on, all right? 
Confirm or deny, Ryan O'Reilly will be top three in minutes played for forwards in the playoffs for the Leafs. Top three in minutes per game for the Leafs in the playoffs. Ryan O'Reilly. I'll confirm that. I just think special teams, penalty kill, power play, though. Like, that power play, when they get out there, although I think it's do or die, and it's like you're not going to throw those five guys out there this year, and if it's just not working, they're just going to continue to go out there. So he might be involved a little bit more in the power play, but I totally confirm it with the penalty kill minutes, four-on-four, big face-offs, very useful player. I'm going to confirm it as well, matchups, right? Like you think about trying to free up Austin Matthews, free up John Tavares a little bit, like you can slide him in. Like I know sometimes he's going to be playing the wing with Tavares, but if you think about it, you see a line come over the boards and you don't like the way it smells and you sniff out Ryan O'Reilly, go take that draw. Like, I feel like there's a good opportunity for him to play a ton of minutes. Yeah, uh, this is a tough one for me because if he is top three, I'm assuming you're thinking Matthews and Marner are the other two. Yeah. That means he's playing more than Tavares and Willie. Um, I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm going to deny it from that standpoint. I, I think if Tavares moves back to the middle of the ice, does O'Reilly move to the third line? And then you find minutes for him and you adjust on the fly, but you make sure 91 gets minutes. If Willie's flying... Like he has been recently, I think you find minutes for Willie. I think it's close. I think you have to be in a situation here. Anything can happen, and games play out differently, series play out differently. I I would go into a series expecting Matthews and Marner's play play the most minutes. Marner will be number one because he plays every situation. Yep. Matthews, I think if he's chugging, which he better be, you got to get him on the ice. So those I think have to be your top two. It's a toss up, O'Reilly. Nylander, Tavares, but if you're giving me the feel with the idea that one of Nylander or Tavares could get more minutes per game than O'Reilly, I'll deny it. Tell you what, Hayes, you talk about taking offensive zone face-offs. They've got some experienced veteran guys, and I'm not talking about O'Reilly. The depth players they brought in, they can do the ground and pound game in their own zone and win draws and get it out, and then the offensive guys can go to town. Yep, well, that, like, that, That's a nice setup. They I call that the setup line. Well, you got Camp, you've got Achari, you got Lafferty who can take draws, like he's a centerman as well. Um, you're right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm starting to think the way, the way they're operating here and what Dubas is bringing in and the players they're bringing in up front, in Lafferty and, and Achari in particular, and moving Engvall out, does it seem more likely Tavar stays on the wing? Like, does he stay? Does he, do they keep a top six like it currently is constructed seeing, come playoff seeing time? Seeing what's happening now, it feels like that would be the case. Like he'll go into every game kind of starting on the wing, and then if you need to split someone up just for a little assignment here and there, you do it. But I kind of like it. I like him on the wing. It's, I mean, it's like a Burkeism, really. It's a top six, bottom six. Yeah. Right? Like that's kind of how they're building right now. All right, confirm or deny. The wild card teams in the East, we don't know which ones they're going to be. Some combination, combination of the Islanders, the Penguins, the Sabres, maybe Ottawa, maybe Detroit. Confirm or deny, whichever wild card teams get established in these, they have no chance, 0% chance of making a cup final. Wild card in the East, 0% chance. Of making it to so a cup final. So we're talking the likes of possibly Detroit, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Islanders, Florida, Washington. None of them can get through the gauntlet of the big six in the East. I'm going to confirm that. I'm actually going to confirm that. 
I think you get you. I think you get caved in. As a while. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I really do. I, I confirm it. Too. I would usually say you never know. You got to get in, which is ultimately true. But I just think this year, it's not happening. You just you're going to get caved in. It won't be fun. I would like to deny it just for the sake of the show. But how can you honestly deny it when you think of Boston, Toronto, Tampa? Rangers, Devil, like it's it's too much of a gauntlet, and those mm-hmm. teams have shown we're at the point in the season now where you are what your record indicates, and those guys are way behind those top teams. Mm-hmm. I, yes, sir. I confirm it as well. I mean, if if you get past Boston or Carolina, if oh Carolina too, then yeah. you got to beat the Leafs or Tampa or the Rangers. Or I just I I don't think those teams are good enough. I don't. I, they could. They could surprise in the first round. They could, uh, winning two rounds, winning eight games against any combination of these teams. It is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Carolina but... needs to get involved here. Like, I don't know if Donnie Waddell is golfing. Remember, we talked about somebody back Garth in the Snow, day. Garth Elgar. <laughs> With the phone turned off in the back, like beer pouch or something, and it was like there's a lot of things going on. They need to get involved. Like I know Rod Brindamore and how he is. Like he would want them to be involved. So do the players. Yeah, you have to, man. You're looking around. Oh, it's like your Carolina days. You always said that. You'd look around and be like, man, there's the Rangers. There's Philly making moves. There's yeah. the Leafs. Colorado, moves. Detroit, and it's yeah. like it's yeah, it's anticlimactic in the room too. Hey, like if you're in that room and you see everyone kind of loading up and you're sitting there. What are what are we doing? Yeah. Like, and who, by who the way, I think I think they're in first in the metro. They are. Like, I think they're yeah. the best team in the metro, and they got to be looking around saying, "What?" Might want to snap out of it. Put the clubs down. <laughs> make something happen. Uh, confirm or deny? Connor McDavid will score fifty plus goals in at least three more seasons in his career. A hundred percent confirm. A hundred percent confirm. How many, How old is he? Twenty six. 20, yeah. What is he, 25, 26? I think, I think he'll do it five more times. Five more wow. times, 50 plays. Five He's more never times, done it before. 50 goals. He just did it. I understand that. He just did it last night for the first time. Now, COVID hit him a couple of times. Yeah. We're I'm getting telling to 50 you, five more tough. times, 50 goals. Quizmaster, weigh in. Send me an email well, if that was true He's going to agree with false. you, of course. Yeah. The Quizmaster, you could say he'd scored 75 five more times, and he'd probably agree with you. This one's going to break my heart. Jeff, I'm going to deny it mm-hmm. just based on the fact that how hard it is to score in that league. And no disrespect because his shot looks unbelievable this year. He's the best goal scorer in the league this year. Scoring 50 that many times, four times. And then you also hope about health, all that kind of stuff. I'll just, I'll take a line out of Brian's playbook. I'll take the field. Yeah, I, I agree with you there as well. I'm going to deny it. I mean, this guy is electric. He's going to put up points. He's going to put up numbers. But three more times on top to have four 50 plus goal seasons in the NHL is difficult to do. He's, again, not done it before, although he did it last night. Now he's back on pace for 60 plus. I think he does it at least one more time, probably a couple more times. I wouldn't be shocked. Three more on top, I think that's asking a lot from a guy who's a playmaker, a guy that, you know, he's. He, Dude, he's entering his prime years. Wait till you see this cat 27 to 34 outrageous what he'll do he's 26 right now he's in his prime the guy's the best player in the world like it's undisputed man there's there there's no argument absolutely none but scoring 50 plus four times in a career there's not many guys that can do that not many um all right confirm and deny continuing here 
Let me see what I got here. Confirm it tonight. Justin Hall will be the odd man out for the Leafs on the blue line. There goes the Ooh. award. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there goes the award. It wasn't coming anyway. That explains yeah. a lot. We're right in the there. middle of a segment. I just pumped your tires and you went, what do we got here? Yeah, just uh, the old time filler. Let me just <laughs> here. I cannot confirm or deny. Repeat. The last Okay, one. confirm it tonight. Justin Hall will be the odd man out on the Maple Leaf Blue Line. As of right now, I would 100% confirm that. 100% yep, confirm that. Right there with you, pal. That's a confirm. You bring in Luke Shen. You bring in McCabe. McCabe's probably going to play on the right side. Brody has been playing on the right side a lot. Luke Shen is going to be like, that's a perfect guy for your third pair. Justin Hall... He's I think Lilligren's been better, too. Lilligren's been there better. There you go, Lilligren, exactly. Yeah. He's sniffing it's like the eye test stint. is coming to real life the last 48 hours. Well, it's like that guy kind of drives – people are watching every game, and they're smart hockey fans in Toronto, and they're like, that guy kind of drives me crazy. Engvall's gone. It's like the, the eye test, as we spoke with Jonas Siegel, is coming to life. Yes, I was, I, yeah. I'm going to make it a, a three-pack of confirms, and I think in a way – Justin Hall today at practice was was playing with Morgan Riley. It was almost as if he was holding that spot for Luke Shen. Right. Right. And and Gustafson is a guy that could find a role too. Eric Gustafson's lost in the shuffle here because people don't know him as well, but he's putting up really good numbers this year. Johnny joined us an hour ago and said his metrics his metrics defensively are actually stronger this year than they have been throughout his career. But I think Dubas moving off Pierre Engvall was symbolic because Engvall was a guy that was there with the Marlies when they won the Calder Cup. He has been committed to him. He has paid him money. He has, he has gone back to the well on Pierre Engvall and believed in Pierre Engvall. He and is Engvall, a poster boy for draft and develop. Yes. But you go to the Rico, he's up on the wall. Like you walk right into that arena and yep. there he is. And Sheldon Keefe as well. Keefe yeah. was his coach. Keefe got a lot out of him. Listen, he's been a he's been a permanent piece of the lease for a few years now. He is just he's, too inconsistent and was not he did not engage enough on a consistent agree basis with to you. be relied on. I agree and with that's you. That's why he was But the defensive traded. equivalent of Pierre Engvall is Justin Hall. Yep. Hall made his bones on that Marley's team. He came alive when Dubas took over for Lou, and they got rid of Babcock. What was the first thing that happened? Hall went in the lineup yep. and started playing. That was Keefe. That was never Dubas. left. Never left. And I, I think Engvall going and possibly Hall coming out is an admission that it's not that they don't like the players, and no. it's not that they're not NHL players. But here's all you. But need there's to know. other options that you like more. How many times has Sheldon Keefe said he needs a little reset? It feels like it's been a handful of with times Justin now Hall, with yeah, Justin Hall where it's like, yeah, he needs a little reset. So if a guy needs a little bit of a reset, he's probably on the outside looking in. Yep, I agree with you. All right, there it is. Confirm with tonight. Brought to you by Don Valley North Lexus. Now through uh, today, current Lexus lease and finance guests receive a 2% loyalty rate reduction on select vehicles. Conditions apply. Details at DonValleyNorthLexus.com. Come back with our best bets. Brought to you by FanDuel. Raptors, Bulls tonight right here on TSM Radio. And we'll recap what has been a wild afternoon with the Leafs and other transactions around the NHL. Overdrive continues. TSN 1050 and on TSN 2. All right, Raptors Bulls tonight. Raptors have signed uh, Will Barton, and apparently he's already in town. He's on the court, like warming up, and and we'll see. And Fred's back tonight, and Raptors are favored by five. This is a must-win, man. You've got to keep Chicago on the outside looking in. You've got to win your home games against teams that are not very good. Dude, Chicago stinks, they man. Stink, they stink. They should... 
Jami Chicago. They should, but they're the Raptors, and they're always inconsistent, and the Bulls have won a couple in a row, and the Bulls are playing for their lives. They want to be a play-in team. So, um, you know, you got them coming up. You got a couple of games against Washington coming up. It's a big, big handful of days here for the Raptors because you got to get into that seventh or eighth seed. You want to avoid the 9-10 play-in. Get into the 7-8 play-in if you can. Uh, our best bets are brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is favored season in the NHL because like you see a separation. The better teams just separate themselves. Yes, Boston played last night. It was up the road in Edmonton. You got all market net in Calgary. Minus 137, but I'm betting on the Bruins again tonight. I mean, I what have they won? Seven in a row? I think they beat Calgary. Uh, Pittsburgh, the same thing. Nashville is dumping everyone. Nashville's out. They know they're out. Pittsburgh... There's a lot of rumors Pittsburgh's talking to Vancouver about yeah. possibly swinging for the fences. Who that could include, we don't know. But Pittsburgh wants to win. They have to win. they got good history in this building, as we know. I'm on it. Columbus-Buffalo tonight. The total's seven, but I still think it's an over. You're getting plus money on that. Columbus-Buffalo over seven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can see a 5-3, 6-4 game tonight. I wouldn't be shocked if this craziness continues into the evening. Like It seems like it's go time. I agree with you there. Best Bets brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more and get your winnings fast when you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Speaking of craziness, just to recap what the Leafs have done. Just today alone, they traded Pierre Engvall to the New York Islanders for a third-round pick. They acquired Luke Shen for a third-round pick. And they traded Rasmus Sandin to Washington for a first-round pick that belongs to Boston. So Boston's first-rounder in 2023 and Eric Gustafson who's a veteran defenseman that's putting up good numbers this year. And just to recap, what's happened in the last 11 days? O'Reilly, Achari, McCabe, Lafferty, Gustafson, Shen are all Maple Leafs. Sandine, Anderson, Engvall are no longer Maple Leafs. And then a, a ton of picks coming and going. But in terms of on-the-roster players, they've added six veteran players, and they've excluded or sent out three other guys who were on the roster. And more is going to happen. There's sniffing, there's snorting, and there's vibes, and it's all going to be happening still. There's no way he's done. Although, if he were done, this is more than enough. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, if Dubas, it's almost like everyone, myself included, we're getting greedy here, expecting him to make more moves. It just wouldn't surprise anybody. He's taking care of his own backyard, really, is what he's doing. Like he's, he's saying, I've done everything I possibly can, and I'll bet there's one more in the chamber. Well, you got Lee Edmonton tomorrow night. Uh, Matias Ekholm is, is an Edmonton Oiler. That's a good player. That's a good pickup. They paid a yeah. premium for it, but he's a good player. And Edmonton, they'll be jacked about that, and they should be. Yep. Leafs are going to be exciting down the stretch. I mean, we know, they're, we know they're going to the playoffs, and we know they're playing Tampa, but you got 22 games left. Or 20 games, yeah, 22 games left for the Leafs where you get to see all these players filter in and out and the potential for Matthew Nyes to sign and play the final few games of the regular season um, and maybe more between now and, and trade deadline, 3 p.m. Friday. I don't even know where Ooh. you start here as far as like figuring out your, your lines, your D pairs. It'll, it'll look very different tomorrow they compared better to br- day one of the playoffs. They better have brought a lot of equipment on the road. Yeah, think about how point. much equipment you needed to bring on this road trip. I know Bobby the and Kegger. trainers are well prepared. Those for guys that are type dialed in. You know the way those guys are. Also, we reached out for a statement from the king of the cronies, aka Jonas, for a statement. Is that right? On today's 
events and, and actions. Do we have an answer on Simple that? Simple response. I test for life. <laughs> <laughs> He's an eye test guy now? It's weird, He's an Jeff. eye test guy. Wow, Jeff, Jones. I'm not seeing a lot of pie charts on Twitter today. Are you? I'm not, but you know what? If they don't win, the old pie charts will be thrown right in our <laughs> that's faces. That's the truth. <laughs> no, that's, hey, listen, that's what's at stake here is the Leafs have made a lot of moves, and if they still lose, you got to answer for it. Yeah. And, and then everyone's going to be confused, and everyone's going to be pissed off um, because – you're not seeing a lot of negativity about these these pickups. Like, I don't see how you can be about a guy like Ryan O'Reilly. As far as what Kyle Dubas has done the last 48 hours, there should be no such negativity. And it's on the players. Well, And I think if it caught, like, if they don't win in the first round, I think it would be ludicrous if it cost him his job. For sure. Like, and what the hell else is he supposed to do? For, for people to freak out, people freak out because it's like the same cast going out there. It's Engvall again, Hall again. Yeah. It's like, it's all uh, these guys although again. Although I will say now, one thing. If that goaltender craps his pants in the playoffs and you don't get a save, it's like that's on you him. banked on the two, these two guys and that. That's costly. That's well, why it's not out. done yet. And Shanahan's in the middle of everything, too, right? Like, he's been here even longer than Dubas. Shanahan, that's the one thing that's been confusing, I think, a lot of people who are asking for more grizzled, toughness, veteran physicality. You're like, you defined it. Right. Like, the epitome of tough and physicality and playoff performer was Brendan Shanahan. And, uh, listen, they did not bring in the equivalent of Brendan Shanahan. O'Reilly is kind of in that mold, not nearly as tough, but it's depth pieces. It's a different but kind they of have game, a, too, from when he played. Yes, but this team has got a different DNA today. Oh, yeah. The Leafs have got a different DNA. And listen, they're in tough because the East is stacked. The This is as tough as it's going to get. It would have been easier to do this in the bubble two years ago. They chose not to. They paid for it. Last year, maybe it was uh, going to be easier, although who knows? Tampa was a great team. But this year... Man, whoever's standing in the East in the end, they deserve to get there. Yeah. Because they really proved themselves. All right, Frankie, good stuff, buddy. Thanks, boys. We'll catch you later in the week. Oh, great stuff. We're out of here. Enjoy your evenings. Enjoy the games tonight. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m., Frankie. We'll chat then.